Hello and welcome to Randy's Vinyl Tap. Put on your seatbelts and get ready for a ride in the rock and roll time machine. We're going to celebrate music from today and yesterday, glue it together with memories and stories from my memory bank. Our show this week is following last week's keyboard, piano, organ, synthesizers in rock and roll, how important they are, along with the guitars, bass, and drums. Really cool. I remember sitting around a place called the Sunset Marquee, which is a motel off of Sunset Boulevard in L.A. in about 19, I don't know, 86 or something like that. And around the swimming pool, if you can believe this, was Annie Lennox from the Eurythmics. I met Paul Stanley there from the Kiss. Uh, Gene Simmons was there from Kiss. And I met my guy from RCA who introduced me to this guy. Bruce Hornsby. And when Bruce went away, I shook hands with him. He said, this guy Bruce is the new Bob Dylan. And I said, oh, does he play guitar? He said, no, plays piano. It's a whole new thing. But listen to his lyrics. They're a great story. The guy's a great poet. He's a great keyboard player. So here we go. Bruce Hornsby from Virginia. Williamsburg, Virginia. I've seen him play live many times. I also saw him open for Bonnie Raitt. And at the end of the show, he comes out and backs Bonnie Raitt on her big hit song, I Can't Make You Love Me. It's just amazing. Here is Bruce Hornsby, 1986. It's just the way it is. Hornby with The Way It Is. Now I'm going to go back up to Vancouver. After the wave started in out of Vancouver, we had Brian Adams, we had Prism, we had Trooper, and we had this band called Loverboy. A great, great band. Great guitar player and songwriter Paul Dean. Great lead singer Mike Reno. Known these guys forever. Matt Frenette was their drummer. Now they have Spiders and Avon bass. Loverboy basically based around a really great guitar riff from Paul Dean, but their keyboard player is not to be denied. It's got great keyboards in this song. Here's 1981 Lover Boy with Turn Me Loose. Loverboy with Turn Me Loose and Since the World and Canada is opening up this band is also on tour The Zombies these guys are from the 60s they're uh, like the antique road show but they're out there rocking and rolling this features a great Hammond organ solo from the songwriter and the keyboard player Rod Argent the vocals are again great Colin Blundstone here we go The Zombies 1968 Time of the Season from the album Odyssey and Oracle That was the Zombies, time of the season. Our ride this week is piano, keyboards. 
the 88 Magical Keith. That started out on an upright piano, a grand piano, went to a synthesizer, went to a Hammond organ, Honer organs, pianets, clavinets, Fender Rhodes piano. It's all in there. It's all part of TCB. Here's a guy who knocked on my door in the studio when I was recording Taking Care of Business, asked to have a shot playing piano. I said, okay, I'll give you one shot. Try a little bit of Elton John, a little bit of Dr. John, a little bit of Little Richard. This guy did all these styles. He left the studio, never saw him again for a couple of weeks until we dug him up. I didn't even know his name. His name was Norman Durkee, and he played on this song, Taking Care of Business. So when you hear this song, this is the ultimate BTO party song. I sang it in one take, kind of live in the studio. This guy went and played piano after the song was done. But as you listen to the piano behind the verses and the choruses, first of all, he plays like John, then Dr. John, then Little Richard, and it makes the whole track very interesting. Here we go, BTO, taking care of business. Business Norman Durkee on the piano playing along there, TCB. John Lennon shows up in the studio with Elton John and shows him a song and they record this together. 1974, Elton John on piano, John Lennon pounding away on a piano as well because he was not a bad keyboard player, doing a duet here called Whatever Gets You Through the Night. <laughs> John, John Lennon with Whatever Gets You Through the Night. Now a song that um, Pete Townsend from the Power Trio of the Who has put a great keyboard in it, a grand piano, and an ARP synthesizer. This was never a single for the Who, but it's one of the most played songs around the world. It's a staple in classic rock radio everywhere. It is called Baba O'Reilly, dedicated to my Baba Dabrinsky in Winnipeg. This is a different kind of Baba, 1971, The Who, Baba O'Reilly. Subtitled Teenage Wasteland. What a classical ending that is. That was The Who with Bob O'Reilly. Then another band from England. The album is called Breakfast in America. It won an Ivor Novello Award for the best song musically and lyrically. And they were formed in 1969 by Roger Hodson and Rick Davies. They won a Grammy in 1980 and many Juno Awards. Here is a great name for a band, Supertramp. The song is called Logical Song, 1979, and features a Honer piano. Trees, 
That was a super tramp with logical song. To be a little bit different, when you release a keyboard in those days, I'm talking about the 60s, Vox came out with an organ and they reversed the keys. All the white keys were black and all the black keys were white. It was very, very cool. The Dave Clark Five played one of those. And so did this guy, Ray Manzarek in The Doors. It's a lead instrument on Light My Fire, 1967, written by Jim Morrison, Robbie Krieger, John Densmore, and Ray Manzarek. I remember when Dick Clark first played this on American Bandstand. It was so cool and the kids liked it so much. Dick Clark played the whole thing and then he played it again, back to back. Needless to say, that went to number one around the world. Here are the doors, 1967, Rayman Zarek on keyboards, Light My Fire. You know that it would be untrue You know that I would be a liar If I was to say to you Girl, we couldn't get much higher that was The Doors. You're listening to Randy's Vinyl Tap. Wherever you're listening and whatever time it is, come on back in six days and 22 hours. We'll be here with more rock and roll stories and music from yesterday and today. We just played Light My Fire by The Doors in the middle section there, how great it is for jamming. And here's a Canadian band. This is written by Jim Cuddy and Greg Keeler, who are the two main dudes, two main guys, guitar players, singers, and music creators in Blue Rodeo, 1989, from the studio album called Blue Rodeo. Uh, the song won Juno the Award of the Year, but in the middle, they emulate the doors here with the middle section, which they can all jam out over. And this is a great section, which jazz guys use, and I've used it in a couple of my songs as well. But you'll notice the, the good use of it by Blue Rodeo here in this song, 1989. It's called Diamond Mine. Dollar. Shine like a diamond Blue Rodeo with Diamond Mine and now we're going to go ahead with the band we already played in the uh, last show they start up in 1963 which is a real Beatle era and they're still going with this big hit in 1967 so against the Beatle thing and all the pop this band had really great bluesy rock songs we already played Give Me Some Lovin here at the Pride of Birmingham England the Spencer Davis group with Steve Winwood on vocals and guitar and piano and organ I'm a man yes I am and I can't help but love you so I'm a man Spencer Davis Group, Steve Winwood on the vocals, guitar, organ, and piano. I'm a man, yes I am. Our show on keyboards continues 
And England has given us Elton John, and we give right back Billy Joel, an incredible songwriter who writes his own music and his own lyrics. He writes the complete song. His palette of songwriting is incredible, from ballads to rock and roll to doo-wop to straight out shaking all over kind of stuff. And he's called The Piano Man. Here's Billy Joel from his album 52nd Street, went to number three in Billboard, produced by Phil Ramone, Billy Joel with It's My Life. Joe, This My Life, now a song written by the great Peter Green, who put it out long ago in like the late 60s with his band, Fleetwood Mac, and then it got rediscovered by Carlos Santana and put out by his band Santana in 1968, sung by his keyboard player Greg Rowley, who's playing a great Hammond organ in this, and uh, Carlos Santana, Black Magic Woman. Santana with Black Magic Woman 1968. Now we're going to play you something really cool of the Zombies with Rod Argent on a keyboard, the little Honer keyboard, and the Zombie song called She's Not There 1964. And then the, one of the first songs Burton Cummings recorded that I wrote uh, when he joined the Guess Who in maybe 1965, a year later? Uh, no, 66. It's called Believe Me and listen to Burton. He's singing like Colin Blunstone. He's playing piano like Rod Argent. So we're going to give you back-to-back The Zombies, She's Not There, 1964, and the guess who, Burton Cummings on piano and vocal. Believe me. Well, no one told me about her The way she lied Well, no one told me about her How many people cried But it's too late to say you're sorry How would I know? Why should I care? Please don't bother trying to find her. She's not there. Well, let me tell you about her. Believe me. There ain't no use in telling you nothing but the truth. It's the same old play, and it happens every day. That was the Guess Who, believe me, this was a very confusing time at radio. There was the Guess Who, there was The Who, The Four Seasons put out a song and they called themselves The Wonder Who, and then came out this guy, Question Mark, and The Mysterians, and they were really cool. This is a two-chord song, 
and it features the little Vox organ that's all black with white keys. Here's Question Mark and the Mysterians with 96 Tears. Question mark and the Mysterians with 96 tears. They are another great Canadian power trio. They are called Triumph. Rick Emmett, Mike Levine, and Gil Moore. Great guitar band, great vocals. They were an incredible trio. And once in a while, just like Rush, they snuck in a, a synthesizer keyboard, which really gave them some breadth to the music and a different sound. And you mix that in with the drums and bass and guitar. It's really great. Here's Magic Power, 1981. Triumph. Something's at the edge of your mind. You don't know what it is. Something you were hoping to find. You're not sure what it is. Then you hear the music and it all comes crystal clear. The music does the talking and says the things you want to hear. That was Triumph with Magic Power. Now we're going to go from Toronto, where Triumph was from, Scarborough actually, and going to Montreal, the great Vanelli family. Gino Vanelli, a lead singer and keyboard player, and his brother Joe Vanelli, who also played keyboards, ran the bass and produced the band. A song from their album called Powerful People, a complete keyboard song with piano, synthesizer keyboard, and synthesizer bass. Here's Gino Vanelli with People Gotta Move, 1974. Gotta move. A little time now for to go to LA and Mr. John Densmore, Robbie Craig, and Jim Morrison wrote this song. It's a great keyboard song from 1971, and they just released a Doors box set where they left in the full jam of this. If you're a Doors fan, I would suggest you get this. The original of Riders in the Storm, which made the producer who owned the label, Paul Rothschild, upset. He quit the band. He thought this song was a piece of junk. I heard it on the radio the other day. I think it's very cool. It's Riders on the Storm. There's a great keyboard part in it, a great bass part. The song rambles on, but you know, Jim Morrison was a poet, and they have all kind of sound effects of lightning and thunder, and that's what uh, Paul Rothschild did not like. I thought it was very cool. If you're a Doors fan, you're sick of the, the edited version. You want to hear this guy's jamming out in the studio. Here's The Doors, 1971, Riders on the Storm, featuring the great Ray Manzarek on keyboards. Riders on the storm Riders on the storm Into this house we're born Into this world we're thrown Like a dog without a bone And actor out alone 
of The Doors with Riders on the Storm, 1971. Now we go to 1975. I did many shows with this guy, Jeff Lynn and the Electric Light Orchestra back in the mid-70s when he had all these number one records. We got to see him at the ELO show, Jeff Lynn's ELO, about four years ago before the shutdown in Vancouver. I took all my kids and grandkids. We loved it. Every song was fantastic. They then went to London and did that show for a week at Wembley. And if you want to see a really, probably one of the best concert performances of all time, just go to YouTube or, or buy it or download Jeff Lynn's Electric Light Orchestra at Wembley Stadium. It's the most phenomenal band. Every song, note for note, sounds like the record. And here's the song to celebrate that with a little bit of piano leading ELO because a lot of orchestra, but it's led by a lot of great piano. 1975, written by Jeff Lynne, sung by Jeff Lynne, produced by Jeff Lynne, Evil Woman. ELO, Evil Wound, that features a piano, a real piano, a clavinet or a clavinola. That's kind of like a harpsichord, electric harpsichord. Very good song. Now we're going to go back to a real piano, the guy who plays the real grand piano. His name is Mr. Burton Cummings, 1971. Written by Burton and Kurt Winter, who's the guitar player who replaced me after I left. Song reached number three in Canada, eight in New Zealand, 19 in Billboard, top 50 in Australia from the album So Long Bannatine. The Guess Who, 1971. Great piano, rain dance. and Rain Dance. We go from Burton Cummings uh, doing Rain Dance and right to another guy from Winnipeg at his piano, Mr. Neil Young, a song called After the Gold Rush from 1970, written by Neil Young and David Briggs from the album called Neil Young, born in Omimi, Ontario, spent his teenage years in Winnipeg where I got to be friends with him and he left and started Buffalo Springfield, went to Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, Crazy Horse, and Promise of the Real is his new band with a couple of Willie Nelson's kids. He's got a great career going, and he does whatever the heck he wants. Here he is doing whatever the heck he wants, 1970. Neil Young, after the gold rush. Well, I dreamed I saw the knights in armor Come and saying something about a queen There were peasants singing and drummers drumming and the archers split the tree. There was a fanfare blowing to the sun that was floating on. That was Neil Young with After the Gold Rush, 1970. And I'm going to go ahead to the uh, mid 80s. I was touring with this band, they're, they're Van Halen. The 5150 tours in the middle 80s. 
I opened their show for 11 months with uh, Backman Turn Overdrive. I was on the road with them. Eddie Van Halen, besides being the world's greatest guitar player and innovator, also is a really, really great keyboard player and a drummer. He started out playing drums, if you can believe it, and his brother Alex played guitar, and then he decided to switch and be a guitar player. But he plays keyboard on stage, and he does in this particular song a big hit called Jump. So he keeps his guitar on his back. He starts it on this synthesizer, and in the middle, he does a solo. He spins around the guitar and the spotlight's on him. And then he goes back and ends it on the keyboard. Here's Van Halen, 1984, Jump. Eddie Van Halen on the keyboard, David Lee Roth singing. That was Van Halen with the jump. Ending our keyboard show. You can unbuckle your seatbelt. The ride in the time machine is over. Wherever you've been listening, come back in six days and 22 hours. We will be here with more Randy's Vinyl Tap. We're produced in Maple Ridge by Todd Eldridge. I'm Randy Backman, your host and the guy speaking. The researcher is my son, Tal. Thanks to these guys for being on the team. Thanks to you for listening. Thanks to your classic rock station for carrying the show. I love doing it. Keep the rock rolling. Think you do something green. See you later. <laughs>